wither needs boom bad height. It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Tag foreplay starting the shipwrecks. I want the G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu action grip. I want Nintendo with the extra graphics microchip. Tackle football with rocks and sticks and knives and pain. I want the truck with the four-wheel drive train. You'd rather see me get good at bookkeeping. I've got canals in the time that I'm not sleeping. I love the sword you want. Welcome to the first ever Tag Play Forecast, number one. Sure, we'll go with that. Giant size annual. <laughs> and the yes. comic references start. And they do, because it's now, this is my show, so I can say what I want. I think this would, that would be a good way to describe it. This is like a giant size or an annual version of the CAG cast, which, you know, for those who are not familiar, that is usually once a year. The major comic books have one issue. That's usually a standalone story. Wouldn't you that... think this is more of a crossover? No, because it's not like you're from another website. But we're, we're from we're in different universes, aren't we? Or are we no, in the same universe. Same universe. Okay. Same universe. Okay. Definitely the same universe. Th- yeah, this we, is, uh... we would both be Marvel if we were, or DC, I guess. No, Marvel. Let's go Marvel. Okay, we would both be Marvel. So, so yeah. So no, I think you're that that reference doesn't quite work. But anyway. I'm hosting the show with, as you could tell, I'm here with Shipwreck. This is Wombat. I didn't even introduce myself. I've already ruined the whole show. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad because this is coming out on the foreplay RSS feed too. So people oh, don't know so who you are. I was going to say at least we'll get less listeners then. And ouch. Our, our listenership's been growing <laughs> exponentially. <laughs> That'd be the opposite of my show. Um, and here we are talking about uh, – I, I, I mean is this – Consider it a cat cast, though? Is that what we're... Well, I think this is the part of the show where you start talking about bowel movements. If yeah. You're, if you're hosting. It's with, this is why we need Cheapy, I guess. Not that yeah. he would ever listen to this anyway. Um, tell, tell me about any kind of antics you're up to in New York. Well, <laughs> well, since you ask, it's been an exciting week. Uh, we've been dealing with formula issues with the baby. Turns out she's allergic to the regular formula, so we had to go and buy a special formula. Oh, you got one of those kids. Yeah, and of course the first one that the doctor doctor recommended she hated. And we had to go wait a day and call the doctor again and find one that she liked, and then we had to try this formula, and luckily she liked it, so we seem to be okay with the formula for now. And she actually has been crying a lot less. Since we found out that she was allergic to regular formula, now we know why she was crying so much. I have had some sleep in the last, you know, week or so, so it hasn't been bad. And that's, that's kind of where we are, yeah, with the ba- with baby stuff. Um, and what I wanted to talk about, though, and I wanted to ask you, because I know you're doing this tomorrow, is tomorrow is your big fantasy football draft. Oh, yeah, sure. Are you a big fantasy player? I have never played fantasy football, but I am a big football fan. We should play fantasy football. I don't know if I have the time. Oh, it doesn't take hardly any time. That's what people say, and I don't buy it. I actually got an invitation uh, from someone on CAG, and I haven't even responded. That's how big a jerk I am. That's probably the same person and same invitation that I never responded to. Okay. <laughs> so we're both big jerks, apparently. So how big is your league? Are you a 10-team 10, 10 league? Is it a... We are a 14-team league. 
That's a lot. That's a big league. It is a lot. And we uh, the way it works is we have two keepers every year that we have to keep from the previous year. So my two keepers, I'm, I'm horrible every year. Mm. And uh, so my best two players are Drew Brees and Andre Johnson. Yeah, that's not so good. That, that's not too great. Cause so now, who's your number one? Who's my number one? Who's your number one pick tomorrow? Who are you picking number one? Well, I'm the number four pick in our draft. Okay. So the players available to me, I'll probably have to take a running back. And right now it looks like Joseph Adai will probably go before I get a pick. He would be my number one pick. Really? Over Tomlinson? Well, Tomlinson's kept. you got to remember, everybody in the oh, league has two players. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So of the best available left, it's Joseph Adai and probably Ernest Graham. Wow, your league sucks. It it's a good league. It's just I, I, I don't I've like never that gotten, keeper. Thing. I took well, I took a chance a couple years ago when Reggie Bush was a rookie, and I picked him number one overall. Like when That was a mistake. Well yeah, it was a mistake. I know that no one picks a rookie first. Rookies well, go third or fourth. Well this is in addition to our two keepers. Like this this was I had the worst record the previous year, and so I had the first third round pick essentially. Hmm. And he didn't exactly pan out for me. So how long a list do you have prepared for tomorrow's draft? Is it like a 40 man list or, uh, what I basically do is I only go through like the next two rounds and I kind of look to see what everybody else is most likely going to be taking. Gotcha. And kind of just go from there. So do you have uh, Chad Johnson on your list anywhere? I have no Bengals. I'm, I'm trying to avoid all Are you Bengals. avoiding any Bengals? <laughs> uh, we went to the game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it or saw a score from it or anything. I, did. I don't watch preseason. Watching preseason is like watching bad porn. <laughs> well, this was really bad. Like, they couldn't find any appropriate places porn. Ugh. Like, fully clothed. Yeah, yeah. I they I the Bengals did not get past midfield. I don't think the whole game. Yeah, that's it, sad. It They're was a bad. sad team. They're going to be horrible this year. Yeah. Well, what else is new? Although I have high hopes for my Jets. Yeah, I, I might take a Jet or two, but I generally stay away from them as well. They have uh, what do they have? Some good. Uh, well, they. I mean, their best assets is their offensive line, and they don't count for fantasy, so it doesn't matter. No, and I don't need Brett Favre because I got Drew Brees. So. One of their receivers, maybe. That Who's your you uh, defense? Uh, that'll be decided at a later date. That's like one of the last rounds. I know. So who are you picking? Who's your first? Who do you think you're going to get? I'll get somebody crappy. You're going to get some crappy. That's how I draft. I, I wait too long, and then I pick somebody crappy. Don't pick the Giants. Well, no kidding. Yeah. That's my, that's my fantasy tip. Don't pick the Giants. My fantasy tip is don't pick the Bengals. Yeah. Or Pac-Man Jones. Stay away from Pac-Man Jones. Oh, no. he's They'll be fine. Cowboys defense is a good pick. Yeah, Cowboys defense. Okay. All right. And, uh, enough of this fantasy football. Oh, okay, this, fine. This is... I know. Well, that'll be the whole show. And people are like, I thought this was about games. Football <laughs> is a game. Um, let's see. We'll move on to some CAG news-ish. Uh, Cheapy D, who we all know and love, is going to be speaking at the Power of Gaming Communities panel at PAX this Sunday, if you're in the greater Seattle area, uh, at the Walrus Theater. That's cool. Inside PAX at 1 p.m., I believe that's Pacific time, uh, at PAX, Sunday at 1. So if you're around, please go. I'm sure he'd uh, love to see you and make sure that you yell out Wombat Rules at least once. Right. And I, I feel this is a good time to mention that 
you put that together this uh, outline all by yourself. I did. I put together the whole outline. So suck it, cheapy. Yeah. Which I'm a little disappointed by because it doesn't have a lot of links in there. I had to kind of yeah. like, tr- like Google what you were talking about on some of these. But what can you do? Nobody's perfect. Uh, it's a fine outline. We'll see. We'll see how the show goes. And of course, don't forget to sign up for the CAGCast Facebook page group. Um, we're doing really well. We're actually pretty close to at least being neck and neck with our uh, our enemies over at Joystick. Oh yeah, you're catching up. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't looked at that in a, in a few days. It's still like it's like 200 people apart. What I recommend is that if you are a member currently of the Joystick group, to leave it. So I should go leave that group right now. Huh? Yes, that's what I think people should do. I I kind of like their show though. It's a good show, but you know, there's only. You only have room for one show in your life, and it might as well be the CADcast. Well, that's that's not what the uh, some of the guys that do the the joystick. What is that one? The Joystick Appreciation Group podcast or whatever. Yeah, they have their own show now. Yeah, now they're trying to do a CAG one. Yeah, good. Yeah, like Chase Murata or whatever, however mm-hmm. you pronounce his name, is trying to put together a CAG one. So we'll see how that goes. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, let's ready to move on to the new releases. Yes, and this is a good time to add that Mrs. Shipwreck uh, will be back, and we are going to have a straight-out normal CAG 4 play. Uh, we're going to record it this weekend and cover the last two weeks. So we're just going to kind of go over some of the highlights. And I kind of split these up into three different groups here. I saw I, that. I have games Wombat may care about, games Wombat doesn't care about, uh, and on the DL. And you're going to be surprised, actually, because I think your list is actually wrong. Well, really? Yes. Well, we'll, we'll go through it. Okay. Uh, go coming for up it. this Sunday is Mercenaries 2. That um, is a game I care about. I figured it was. I, I know you've liked the previous game. I did, and I like the new commercial. I think it's silly. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's silly. It's got a weird song in it. I don't know where it came from. It's probably something I should know, but don't, and it, it makes me chuckle. Okay. Well, I actually tried to buy that at Target this week because they had it out on the shelves, but I got denied by their cash register. It would not sell it to me. You should have asked to see a manager. They would have told me the same thing. I, I've i gone to managers before on these things, and Target's cash registers will just flat out not sell it to you. Like, they'll just clearly tell you that they can't sell this. So you're so. saying this store basically is run by the cash register, like the employees there don't really need to do anything? Yes, that's that's what I'm saying. Interesting. They, and they can't do anything if the, if the register comes up like that. But yeah, apparently uh, Mercenaries Two it is done. It is shipped to stores. Got there on Tuesday. So why the Sunday release? I have no idea. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Who was the the genius in marketing that said, "Hey, it's a three day weekend. Let's release it when it end when it's ending." I mean, this is this is EA now, right? I EA think so. Yeah, puts yeah. Puts out this mm-hmm. game. But that's, I mean, like, one of the most boneheaded decisions. I can understand re- releasing it on a Thursday or a Friday because then people could play it on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But if you right. release it on Sunday, by the time you get to the store and pick it up, Sunday's almost over, and then, yeah, you have Monday, but that's one day as opposed to four days or three days. Yeah, so I'm sure some CAGs might have been able to pick this up already if they went to a store with less restrictive cash registers. <laughs> That don't have the big brother cash registers they have at your target. Yeah, I, I was a little upset, but 
What could I do? Now, the next game on your list I actually really don't care about. Well, I knew that, but it was it was more of a big title that uh, uh, other people see. might care about. It's Tiger Woods PGA Tour 09. Did you play the demo? I did not play the demo. Okay, we played For the no demo. reason, but I didn't play the demo. How is it? Uh, it's it's good. It's Tiger Woods. Um, the things that they changed, which I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about on the on CAG four play proper, but uh, they <laughs> they kept the analog stick that they've been using for the swing motion, mm-hmm. but they've also added the ability to change to a triple click uh, mechanic at any time. So if you want to putt with a triple click, which I find easier because you can kind of gauge your distance better, you can just push in the right uh, thumbstick and then it goes to a triple click. So I, I think that's kind of neat. It kind of does like a Madden IQ type of thing too, where it judges your skills and kind of uh, tells you like areas that you need to improve on and you can like level up your character and everything. Cool. Yeah, yeah it, it seems like a good golf game. I prefer Hot Shots. I like my golf more cartoony. Okay. That's I mean, they're both me. good games. Speaking of cartoony sports games, we have Mario Super Sluggers. Uh, that any was a interest? Badass segue. That was. It's better if you don't point out the badass uh, segues. Eh, nobody's but... perfect. That's why we need GP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, do you have any interest in this whatsoever? Not really. I mean, I, should I? That's the other. Should I have any interest in this? Uh, no. I don't then, like. Is it even the best baseball game on the Wii? No. MLB Power Pros is. That's what I, that's, I knew the answer. I would just, you know, when you say it, people agree. When I say it, people call me an idiot. It's, yeah, MLB Power Pros is cheaper. It's got more in-depth gameplay. It's got the MLB license. I mean, the only reason to buy Mario Super Sluggers is if you want a Mario game. I, I, and I guess if you want your baseball game to control like Wii Sports, because one of the control schemes allows you to pitch and bat by... Swinging your arm. All right, then. What's next? Uh, moving on to games Wombat doesn't care about. Did I get all these right? No, because I happen to like the, the Disgaea series. Really? Yeah, I have the first one. Why? I, like, I, not I, not as people shouldn't like it, but I'm surprised you like it. This I is know. Odd. I don't know. I think I like the Exploding Penguins. That's really, I think, what it comes down to. That's it, huh? That's really it. That hmm. makes me laugh and smile. And okay. sometimes that's all I want out of a game. Fair enough. Uh, yes, Disgaea 3, Absence of Justice is coming out for the PS3. I did never play the second one, so I don't you know. Although I, I don't think there's much of a difference. Uh, I know there's slight differences, but I actually haven't played. Uh, I played the first one just a little bit and then never got back to it. I know this is a series I would like. But yeah, this has got you written all over it. Yeah, I just, I've never gotten around to it. And, uh, yeah, but it would be a reason for you to turn on your PlayStation 3 for the first time this year. Oh, no, my PS3 gets turned on all the time. It's just to play PS2 games. Mm. I mean, I don't have many PS3 games, and there's not many that I, <laughs> that I uh, don't get on the 360, I guess. Like, yeah. there's there's really not that much out there. Uh, I do need to play Metal Gear Solid still, though. I have that one sitting, waiting. You should play it. It's good. I know I've played it. The problem is, I know there's that long cutscene at the beginning of it, and so I have to find time that i'm going to have time to sit down watch that cutscene, and then play i don't want to just not have time your wife works till like midnight you have cats that pretty much are self-sufficient and you don't have any children where is your home from work at like a quarter to five 
Where is the time that you don't have? It takes a long time Explain to do Explain this play. one to me. <laughs> you have more free time than anyone I know. Mm-hmm. 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 Go yeah. on. <laughs> so I still I'm trying to fathom where this I need to find the time to to you have the time. Well, I have a lot of games. Yeah. So it it just there's a natural order of of pecking here that I I got to go through to once I play a game. I'm I'm doing a really good job lately of finishing up games. So I'm waiting to get done playing uh Two Human and then I think Metal Gear is next in the queue. Do you know how many people just threw up a little bit in their mouths by the by the one sentence, I'm going to finish Two Human before I start Metal Gear? <laughs> Well, the bad thing about that, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about Two Human later. Oh yeah, we're gonna get into that in depth. But later. the bad thing about that is, I'm done with Two Human, but I want to start up again before I play Metal Gear Solid. Interesting. Okay, we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, Tales of Vesperia is coming out for the 360. Did you play that demo? I didn't play that demo, but I know that if I wanted to play the game, I could start at like level 100 for like an extra 50 bucks. Yeah, what about that? That's that's horrible. I, I hate Namco Bandai's downloadable content schemes. Um, well, maybe we should boycott them. Scamco. They're they're just awful. I mean, aren't they terrible? I they at least gave away some free stuff. I didn't. I don't know if you saw that on the marketplace or not. No, what they gave away? Uh, it was some like skill sets and maybe some outfits or something. It was like some beginning level stuff, like that would get you through. Or be good up to, like, level 10 or something like that. Mm, Um, I'm not really calling for a boycott for people. Yeah, exactly. And they, of course, were all things that were already on the disc. Of course. But you can download them for free now. I don't get it. Well, they do that with all their games. They did that with, what is it, Ace Combat? There's, like, 900 planes that were all on the disc. Right. But then they tried to charge you for some of those, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're charging you for those planes now. Yeah. All well, the Idol Master plane skins and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, I played de- the demo for this, and did you ever play any Eternal Sonata? I didn't, but I know okay. the game. Okay, yeah. you don't care about these games. Whatsoever. I don't care about JRPGs, but you do, so I figured you could talk about them, and I'll listen and uh, nod politely. Well, it's a lot like Eternal Sonata. I'm going to go with the the brief summation here. Uh, like I said, I I might talk about it more on Wombat on... J Simpson nodding politely. Yes. <laughs> Uh, it's like a lot like Eternal Sonata, except the battle system is more action oriented. Uh, it's not turn based light like uh, Eternal Sonata was. I don't know. It, it's it's more just beat em up when it gets to the to the fight system. Uh, and then the last game that you don't care about that came out this week is Harvest Moon Island of Happiness for the I, DS. I enjoyed Harvest Moon on the DS. Not the DS. Well, yeah, it's on the DS, but my Game Boy Advance version, I got some good playtime out of. I, okay. I don't think, know why you think I don't care about Harvest Moon. I'm a little offended. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to buy this. Well, but... exactly. <laughs> the, I mean, truthfully, these games are just that you don't care about or games that would not get mentioned on the CADcast. Probably not, no. Tales, Tales probably would. Tales would because Cheapy would want to mention how it sold all kinds of 360s in Japan and everything. And oh, yeah, yeah, I'll tell how, you about How they're again. crazy. Yeah, there's no one on this show that lives in Japan, so we don't care about Japan. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. I care about their games. I think Japan just steers too much attention away from games Americans like. Uh, there, there are Americans that like Japanese games. I'm one of them. But it's a small percentage 
Uh, I will agree with that, yeah. And I think the vast majority of funds needs to be filtered. Like, I think I think 360s would work if they took all the marketing money spent in Japan and used it to build 360s that worked. Where do you come up with these crackpot schemes? Like, really? I saw this movie once called Conspiracy <laughs> Theory with Mel Gibson. Oh, great movie. Great yeah. movie. <laughs> of course, there's no merit in that statement. It's all, it's all for shock value. You're very good at that, yes. I know. I'm the Rush Limbaugh of video game podcast. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Got a similar shape. That's true. No, he's skinny now. Oh, my bad, Rush. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, uh, Mrs. Ship's actually playing that right now, the, ha- the Harvest Moon game. Really? The new one? Yeah. Did you, you got- buy it? Yeah, we bought it today. Wow. I actually went out looking for it Tuesday night because it was supposed to be out uh, Tuesday and GameStop said, no, we haven't got it in yet. Come back tomorrow. So I went back Wednesday, and they said they got an email saying it got stuck in customs. So come back today, and today they had it. At least they're they're sort of keeping their word. Yeah. So uh, she likes those games, so she's enjoying that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> you don't know. You don't talk to her, to each other. No, I'm sure she's going to be up upstairs. I yeah. think I just saw her walk by. You two by. sleep in separate beds like 1950 sitcom style, right? With a little end table in between you with a lamp. Of course. Mm-hmm. If that's you have a question, we... you turn the lamp on in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's where we store all the controllers and all the, the DSs and everything. I right in between. I mean, that way one of us doesn't have to touch the other person while they're reaching over to get the controller or DS or whatever they're trying to get. No, that would be icky. Exactly. I mean, you have like the flannel pajamas with the, with the button-up top. I've got the kind that have the button up back too. Uh, nice. Yeah, th- those are the best. Uh, yeah, I think she just went, we got a new TV today actually. What kind? Uh, it. It's for our our bedroom upstairs, so it's like it's not replacing the Sony that we have downstairs, but we got a Sanyo, thirty two inch. Nice. Uh, yeah, they have them at uh, Walmart for five hundred dollars. That's so, a good deal. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I haven't looked at the picture quality too much, but it looks looks fine for, like, a secondary TV. No, well, what we did in our house is when we got the big one that's in the living room, we took the old one that used to be the living room TV and put that in the bedroom. And that's right. a, that's another, that's an HD, about the same size, about 34 inches or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it looks I, like it'll, it'll really work out nicely. Good work. Thank you. No problem. We're going to move on to the DL. Sounds good. Right. Uh, coming out for WiiWare, there was Helix. Uh, Mrs. Ship covered this game, but it looked like some kind of rhythm game with a little skeleton-type guy dancing. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. And for Virtual Console, there was Samurai Showdown 2 and Yee's Book 1 and 2. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, games that you don't care about. No, those, that would rank. Although, is it Yee's? Is yes. That yeah, Ease, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I remember playing the first one. I know this is like 1 and 2. That's how they released it on, what, the TurboGrafx-16? TurboGrafx-16 CD. Yeah. Yes. I've played the first one, and I yet I have no re- no recollection of it at all. I've yet to play any of these, but uh, $8 for the both of them sounds like a pretty good deal. I guess. I Like I said, I don't really know what the basis of comparison would be, though. What do you mean, basis of comparison? Like, I guess it's a good $8 like, game. compared to, like, a Quiznos sub or something? Or yeah, like, it's, it's eight, exactly. It's $8. What would I get more enjoyment out of that for $8 or, say, Castle Crashes for 15 
which also came out this week. Yes, that was, again, another segue. I got you. I, yeah. I followed right along with that good one. Good work, good work. Uh, did you play this at all? I played a few minutes of the demo before I had to go and stop my child from crying. I played a few minutes of the demo before I was falling asleep. It was pretty late at night when I was playing it. Okay. Um, I don't know. What do you, the what do you internet's think? telling me that I'm supposed to love this game and buy it. I have well, seen that they have been saying that. Yes, but I've also heard from the internet that uh, the online sucks and needs to be fixed. So I may wait for them to patch it before I buy it. Well, what's going on with the online? Um, it's it's buggy and it freezes up the game and then it'll freeze up your console and then you get kicked out and then you lose all your progress and people are angry. Hmm. That so, does not sound good. And they're supposed to be, uh, according to Behemoth, is it Behemoth? Yeah, Behemoth. Yeah. It's the alien hominid guys. Yeah, they put up a little cartoon uh, saying how they are aware and fixing it. Oh, okay. Well, strip. that's good. So I may yeah. wait for the patch before I pick it up. It only took them, like, what, three years to get the game out, so yeah. I'm sure the patch will be out in no time. Yeah, well, I, th- I heard that they uh, just hired Dennis Dyack to help with the <laughs> game development. Yeah, I, don't, I, I played it, but I only played single player. I, I got to get Mrs. Ship to play some with me on it because single player, I just found it kind of boring. But it's a beat 'em up, so I yeah. like most <laughs> single player beat 'em ups are boring. Well, that's I guess a matter of opinion, but I could see it being a lot of fun with three other people, though. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I I think the art style's kind of lost some charm to me now too, just because I've seen two, it. Two alien hominids looking to you. It is that? exactly alien hominid. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a different setting. It's like medieval looking or whatever instead of modern day. But it animates the same way. I mean, it's just straight out. And Alien Hominade made my eyes hurt. Like, I, my eyes were always watering when I was playing that game. Do you have games that do that? Like, um, like Geometry Wars 2 a little, maybe? Okay, see, that one doesn't bother me. But look, like, I do like that game a lot, though. That's a fun game. Geometry Wars 2? Yeah, that game is awesome. Oh, yeah, that game's great. I mean, there's... Yeah. there's no denying that. I mean, I don't think no. there hasn't been massive internet fights over that one. No, it's it's pretty much like shooting ducks in a barrel to mm-hmm. say that, that you enjoy that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I got to play some more Castle Crashers. I don't want to pass judgment on it yet. Not yet. No, soon I'll pass judgment, <laughs> and that judgment will be final. <laughs> uh. You've played the... You've talked about this game before, at least. The Last Guy for PlayStation Network came out. I played... I haven't played the PSN demo. I played it on the internet. I played the live web version. The free web version, I should say. Yeah. I really haven't been following this one at all. I, I mean, I I hear what other people I are saying on podcasts and everything. Like I don't think you would like it. Is there I, a demo? Do you know if there's a demo? There is a demo. Okay. I'll demo try the demo came out last week. Where have you been? You're supposed to know stuff. Hmm. Where have I been? I don't know. I haven't turned my PS or my PS3 on in a week. I don't think. I had mine on yesterday for something that you didn't put on your list. Well, that doesn't go on that list. It, where would the Warhawk stuff go? We don't cover on on the uh, downloadable or on the new releases. We don't cover like expansions and stuff. Oh. So that would go in the Sony section that we can we can get through here in a minute. Well, yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Well, I'll but, try the demo out at least. Yeah, definitely. Definitely try that demo, and it'll give you something to talk about on your own show. Right. Because, you know, heaven forbid you've done did some research before being on my show. 
<laughs> the game just came out today. Ed. I the way I generally do research is mm-hmm. because it takes a long time is to look at uh-huh. what games are coming out soon, and then I go from there. Gotcha. I try not to play demos too far out in advance because uh, then I forget about them or I have to play them again anyways. So I did not know the last guy was coming out this week. Yep, and it does. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's it for new releases until your own show. Yeah, we'll, we'll cover all the uh, the really obscure crap. And there was a lot of it that came out this week. Yeah, there was a lot. It was like 30 games that came out this week or something ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, there. Well, yeah, counting downloadables, there's probably around thirty games or so. It's a lot I, of games. There's some winners on there, certified winners. Lots of PS2 stuff for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so what's next? Next we got uh, weekend deals. It's a holiday weekend, so I would assume there'd be some good deals. And guess what? No, there there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> there's not Jack. No, there really isn't. Yeah. Um, well, you said courtesy, Unru- yeah. What Unreal Tournament three? Unreal Tournament three thirty nine ninety nine. Rainbow Six Vegas two thirty nine ninety nine at the Best uh, Buy. I'm assuming that Unreal Tournament is the three sixty version. That is the three sixty version. It doesn't have the PS three version listed, but isn't it the PS three version been that price for a while? I think I've seen one? the PS three version for thirty now, okay. at least some places. Okay, and Rainbow Six Vegas for both consoles for thirty nine ninety nine at Best Buy. These are all courtesy of Speedy nineteen sixty three. 1961, even. 61. Did I say 63? That's wrong. Oh. Maybe yeah, that's he's, his cousin. He's only been providing these deals for years now. Yeah, I know. Whatever. I, I got most of it right. Uh, and Circuit City uh, taking extra 20% off all clearance games. Titles will vary by store. Your mileage will vary. Sounds good. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I Tournament 3, I think $10 more off of it, and I'm in. I say I, I, Unreal Tournament 3, another $20 off of it, and I might consider it maybe. I really liked the the demo that I played. Or, did I play a demo? Or did, I might have played the full copy at like, uh, the local play and trade, but I thought it was really good. Too much competition. I don't mean in the game, but I mean in general. Like Oh, you mean other... Yeah. Other games vi- vying for that type of attention. It's tough, too, when... You really are just an online game. I mean, it has a story and everything, kind of. But who cares? It's just fighting against bots. It, it's tough to just be like a one-trick pony like that. Yeah, I mean, I can understand it on PC with the mod community and, and the large community that already has built in. But to start up, basically, really to start over from the ground up as an online-only game, is there you, really room for that on the on the 360? What do you mean to start over? I mean, basically, there's no built-in community. Okay. There's no built-in Unreal Tournament community on the 360 right now. Right. It kind of got uh, lost, I would say, after Unreal Championship. Like, not many people bought Unreal Championship 2. It was a good game, but not many people bought it. Exactly. So I'm going to say that, you know, with the communities that are already there, you're not going to lure away the Call of Duty 4 players. You're not going to lure away the Halo 3 players to go and spend more money to buy this game. Or Unreal 3 on, say, the PC, you're going to get those Unreal Tournament players that have been playing it forever that have been waiting for this to come out so they could play it and make new mods and have new tournaments. Right. Yeah. It's it's a lot different than other shooters because it's still Unreal. Like, it's still stuck in the 
late 1990s style of first person shooter. Like mm. just run around, grab guns off the ground and just shoot until you die and then respawn. Mm. Like that's all there is to it. Yeah. So it, I, I like it, but it's tough. Yep. Definitely. Definitely tough. Where we go next, next, Chief? Next, we've got uh, Nintendo news, sort of. Yeah, you uh, really filled this section out. I know. Well, I only found this one quote from... <laughs> I don't, I'm going to say joystick. Okay. <laughs> I like how I didn't even like cite my quote, which is awful. This is what happens when I do the outline, kids. Uh, the quote comes from a Nintendo rep who said, We have never neglected our core gamers. We still have developers working on our popular core f- gaming franchises but we need approximately two to three years to complete these games. I.e., they're, they're for the next Wii. Yeah. Wii 2? Wii two? Yeah. Probably. That's my guess. That's your guess? I think we may see something of the, you know, the top-tier franchises. Do you care anymore? I want to say I do. It's tough, isn't it? Like, I want to say that I'm still interested in Zelda... And Metroid and and even Mario, mm-hmm. but it, they're not on the top of my radar anymore. No, like especially Zelda, like that used to be my favorite series. I named my dog Zelda. Exactly, but this last one, I don't know. Like I didn't even finish it. Yeah, I did. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it. I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. I had a lot of trouble with the controls, though. You played it on the Wii, right? I did play it on the Wii. Okay. That's what I played it on, too. I, I, I didn't really have a problem with the controls, but it just felt like I'd already played Ocarina of Time. And, eh, I, and I, liked, I liked Wind Waker a lot. Okay, yeah. Wind Waker was good, too. I think I was hoping for it to be more, more of that, but it just didn't feel, I didn't like the wolf at all. No. Playing through the same area twice, never fun. No, and I and the Wii controls felt tacked on really because they were. So Right. I mean we still haven't seen a Wii Zelda. Not not really. I mean that I guess really was more of a GameCube game. So and well, I would it definitely I, was. It, there's part of me that thinks that would like to play the Wii version and see if I like it more. But I don't you, know if I want to play through that whole game again. The GameCube version you mean? Yeah, the GameCube version yes, the GameCube version of the Twilight Princess. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know, like, they're working on their popular core gaming franchises, but, I mean, haven't they been putting those out? Like, I I don't see this, the Wii being any different than the GameCube, almost, in the time frame that they're putting these out in. I mean, we've got, we've got our Mario game, we've got our Metroid game, we've got our Zelda game, we've got our Mario Kart, we've got our Smash Brothers. We even we've, have uh, Paper Mario. Yeah, we've got our Paper Mario, we've got our... Mario Baseball, we've got our Mario Soccer. Um, we've, we've got What's Wario missing? coming out. I we mean, have Pikmin coming out. Well, in the, are they, I mean, they've briefly they've, said, like... They've announced it. I mean, it's not a secret. No, but, I mean, they haven't shown anything or... No. They just said, Animal, yeah, we got some Animal Crossing will be out by... Animal you know, Crossing is coming out. I mean, these are... These are their core games. It's not like... I don't. I don't know what we're waiting for. They're they're all here. I think it was more of just that. I think they're just getting a lot of bad press still from that E3, which is understandable. Yeah, 
And I think that they're, you know, they're do. I don't think they realized that they were going to have to do any damage control. I think it's almost like that. It's at the um, that statement that the rep made from Europe, the hard drive statement that no one cares about a hard drive except for geeks and otaku, right? And I think that that is still simmering within the communities in which we live. Those feelings between Nintendo and the internet community gaming populace, people that are active, active gamers. I'm not going to say hardcore gamers because I don't think that's the right term. I, mm-hmm. the, I like the phrase active gamers. People like me who... I, would I, I wouldn't a, call you active. I, I <laughs> active in the sense that I go on websites and I read reviews and I read all the blogs and the one-ups and the IGNs and the cheap-ass gamers, obviously, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So the, and so the passive so, kind of active is what you're saying. Pa- passively active gamers, yes. Perfect. The active gamer gaming consumer. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the enthusiast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm just like, I don't know what they have left to show me. Like, I've, I've seen all of these games when does I played the them one, on GameCube. Does the one-to-one uh, have any, do anything for you? The one the one one The one-one-one? Uh, it worked okay. I mean, I don't... It could offer better controls than Zelda. I, yeah. Do you think it's up to third parties? Well, I think third parties are are doing okay on the Wii. I don't think the Wii has a lack of games. Mad World, you gonna pick uh, Mad, Mad World looks okay. Are the dreams in which you're dying the best you've ever had? <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, thank you very much. You just brought the emo portion of this show skyrocketing. I know, uh, but yeah, Mad World looks okay. I think it. Gerard I, Way is a big fan of the show. <laughs> I think uh, Mad World. I, I want to see what they do with the, a whole game of that. Like, it felt Why, very it looks much... Like, it looks like a really cool tech demo. I didn't say that. That'll just get people mad. Yeah, I, no, it looks it looks like a fun game. Uh, it just... It looks like an action version of Manhunt. Like, not just because it's... It's super violent and everything. Just that it's in these environments, and it's kind of like... I don't know, you're just going around just beating up people in, in the most gruesome way possible, which is cool. I just don't know if it makes, like, I want to see how they make a whole game out of that. We, you don't see how you could do that for, say, 15 hours? Well, like, we'll what's get, we'll the get into reasoning that. to do it for 15 <laughs> hours? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, why am I doing it? It's not the, can I do this? It's, why am I doing this? Yeah, it's like, I saw the demo at, at E3, the guy, where the guy was playing it and we were watching, and you were seeing the same kind of combos a lot and it was early so the the phrases were repeating a lot by the announcers but uh i mean i they have time to fix all that stuff like but i'm afraid what happens if they don't like am i going to be one of these am i going to how many times is it going to be fun to shove this stop sign down th- somebody's throat uh probably a lot right yeah yeah, but yeah, I mean that one looks okay. I I don't think, like I said, I don't think the the Wii is hurting for games. I I can't imagine there's any active gamer out there that has played through everything that they would be interested in on the Wii. Yeah. I mean, I I I know I haven't. There's there's stuff that comes out. I mean, there's games coming out every week for the Wii. Most of them are stuff you might not be interested in, but every couple of weeks there's a quirky game that 
the active type gamers, unless you're talking first person shooter, like the Xbox 360 crowd. There's not a lot there for them, but I don't know. I, I just well, don't. What is the Xbox 360 crowd? Well, it's typically the third person shooter and the first person shooter. Right. I mean, that's that's where the Xbox demographic has been assigned. Okay. I'll 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 take that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it it's just the Wii is almost like it's actually closest to the Dreamcast, I think, in terms of the kind of games it offers. Very arcade experiences, very family-friendly like super mascotty <coughs> experiences. Oh. You know what though? But the best games on the Dreamcast were—I don't know if the the games that I remember from the Dreamcast aren't like that at all. The games I remember from the Dreamcast is—I remember playing Soul Calibur for the first time and being blown away. Okay, the, I'm not. The thing with the Dreamcast also is visually, the Dreamcast was something that was like, oh my god, I've never seen anything like this before. Even Sonic Adventure looked great, but what on the Wii visually stands out? That when you look at it, what's what is on the Wii that when you pop in the disc and play it, you're saying to yourself, I've never played anything like this before. I can't believe I've never played a game like this before. Well, I think that's part of the problem. I think having Dreamcast-type games 10 years later with similar style graphics is what the Wii is offering. I mean, you look at the Dreamcast, and it had a good majority of its games were ports off the, the Naomi arcade machines. Yeah. And if we had arcade machines today, a lot of them would be these Wii-type games. Mm-hmm. These pick-up-and-play, everybody's-like-having-fun type of short experiences. Now, granted, the Wii doesn't have all the fighters, the 2D fighters, 3D fighters that the Dreamcast had, but... I us say, it doesn't have those, and I don't think it has even the fully-fleshed... There were a lot of action games and adventure games on the, on the Dreamcast. I don't see those on, on the Wii. What kind of action games are you talking about? I'm talking like a Sonic Adventure. There's Sonic games on the Wii. Yes, but Sonic Adventure was new and different at the time. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Wii yeah. is still putting out the same type of games the Dreamcast put out 10 years ago. I guess. No, I, I, if you look 10 years ago, that Sonic game, it's still a lot like the Sonic game that came out for the Wii this, this 10 years later. That is very true. It, it's, they haven't matured past the Dreamcast. That's the Wii game is still putting out Dreamcast quality titles. That's a bad thing. I I agree, but it's not for a huge market. So why did the Dreamcast sell so bad? Uh, there's a lot of reasons. I know, but you know. I I I mean I think we all agree that the Dreamcast was was a great system with a lot of great games, but yeah, I mean it just it wasn't meant to be. Sega was not a big enough company to be losing these billions and billions of dollars like Sony and Microsoft are. No. And, and they are losing billions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing you have to put up with if you're going to be a, like, put your machine out there at such, like, high specs and everything. Mm. But, all right. Well, that's the Nintendo section, I guess. Yeah, hey, and you said we had nothing to talk about. <laughs> look, at, look how wrong you were. We, uh, we talked about all sorts of stuff, Nintendo-wise. That was almost intelligent discussion, almost. Almost. I, I need to I flesh out involved. that that Dreamcast argument a little bit more, but because it just kind of came into my head while we were talking. But. That's okay. Most things just come into my head while we're talking. So 
I've, I'm sort of basing a video gaming career on that. <laughs> I, I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> which which might be why uh, your your throwing stuff off your cuff gets a whole bunch of like nasty responses. But that's the whole point. Well, I, I mean, no, that. I don't plan on anything like that happening at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, things that get a lot of responses, yeah, was, let's talk about. A, Microsoft. Let's talk about Microsoft and the game that we've both been playing. This yes. is the what we've been playing section of the show. Too human. Go. Um. Okay, the game is good. Okay, it's a good game. I don't think it's deserving of the level of reviews it's getting. I think it's better than the reviews are. But... There's a lot of problems with it as well, and I don't think the problems with it are technical problems. I think the problems with the game are artistic problems. Okay, like uh, like, like what? What artistic? Um, I would say that the level design is awful. Okay. Because every level... I'm on the third level, probably mm-hmm. close to the end of the third level. Okay. And it doesn't look any different than the second level or the first level. Okay, the the fourth level looks slightly different, but it's it's pretty similar still. I mean, it uh, I forget. I think it might have been Giant Bomb that I was listening to earlier that uh, kind of compared the levels to Halo type levels, which I would see. Agree I, with. I would compare the levels to. You ever watch those old Yogi Bear cartoons where Yogi Bear runs past the same tree six times? <laughs> yes, that that would be too human. Okay, I I don't. I, I understand that complaint. I, I it doesn't bother me though. It bothers me. I like variety in my I like variety in my levels and my backgrounds. I think that's what makes a game feel epic. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it, it really just feels like, you know, you you're walking down one really long hallway for ten hours. What did you think about uh th- when you go into cyberspace and it's it's kinda like the uh woods type atmosphere? I think that's nice and it would have been nice if you actually played the game there. When you're there and you and the reasons why you're there actually f- kind of are boring and feel unnecessary. I want to think that they're going to flesh that out more, at, like once the series progresses. Yeah, but I don't want to wait for the series to progress. I want it now. I think that's, I think that's what a lot of people have issues with. Yeah, I think that's a part of the poor choice. I think the other choice is another thing that really bothers me. I guess we'll say bothers is I think the Norse god idea is brilliant. I I think it's great, yeah. I don't think they did enough with that because they could change all the names of all these characters and you wouldn't feel like they're like there's anything Norse about them. They he did they didn't use it enough. There's a lot to Norse mythology. It's really cool. I've read a lot of Thor comics, so I know a thing or two. <laughs> um but, uh, I mean, you know, there's the whole, you know, they, there's more they could go into. Like, Balder, the main character in this game, is Thor's illegitimate half-brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't discussed whether or not if, because Balder doesn't necessarily know right away that he's Thor's illegitimate half-brother. Right. And Loki is also their brother. Mm-hmm. He's the biological brother, half-brother of Thor. 
Thor is ta- is is supposed to be you know ta- is supposed to take over for Odin when Odin dies. Odin is their father, is in charge, and there's just a lot that I don't think they really touched on, and I don't think they used enough of the Viking motif in the armor and weapons. I think it's a really cool aesthetic hmm. that you, you might... see a little on Thor, but you don't really see it. I don't think you really see it on Balder that much. Maybe I just don't have that equipment yet, but I'd like to see fur. Oh, you! I don't think you get any fur. You, you got to realize this is. I want to see like, a helmet with antlers. Uh, I haven't seen any of that yet on on Balder. That's what I mean on Balder. You do get some Viking more. War. You do get some more like Viking-looking uh, shoulder pads and and weapons you get and stuff. Bigger pads, but I want to see stuff like like a like a combination tech with like bone and fur. I think that would be cool. I, I don't know that that fits with their aesthetic, though. Well, that's the problem with the game. I don't. I don't. Think I think it that's is, a though. major issue. If you're going with Norse mythology, use the Norse theme. I want to see like the elevators, the, the that are there a lot of, and the like when you go to Heimdall's office and you mm-hmm. ride that little skiff. Right. A nice touch would have been if it was a rainbow bridge, because that's what Asgard's full of rainbow bridges. Uh... I don't know if a rainbow bridge would have helped the game. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if you're going for a theme, use more than just the name. It's an Asgardian theme because we say it is. That's the only thing that makes an Asgardian theme. Well, the story's very closely tied to the not theme. really. Oh, yeah, it is. You think you, so? Yeah. Oh, have I just not gotten that far yet? Because right now the theme is we have to kill the robots. That, that, that I think, is the story of the game. Okay. Um, it gets a little bit more involved. Because that's, uh, like I said, I'm almost, I'm, you know, I'm probably, what, 70% done with the game? Yeah, there's a lot more story in the last chapter. Like, the story really picks up in the last chapter. But yeah, you know, like some, there would also be like a mace where the top of the mace is like, you know, a ram's head. That would be cool and kind of Viking-y. Well, I think that gets more, uh, it gets more Viking-y than, than cyber-y then. Well, I think there's room for both, but I and honestly, I'd rather have Viking over Cyber, but that's just me. Well, that's not the game, though. But yeah, I mean, then you get into. I mean, you have a game out there. It's called Viking. Go, go play that. Yeah, it's not the same game. Yeah, but I like the combat though a lot. I do too, and I, I like I think, the items a lot. I think the single stick combat. I don't think a lot of people are using it correctly. Like everybody. That that bashes the game or hates the game. Not everybody, but a lot of people that that do, are simply saying that you go through the game just by holding the right stick. And if you do that, you die a lot. You will die over and over again, and you will see that fifteen second animation of the Valkyrie coming down to to pick you up. Oh, it's the worst. A lot. Well, it's got to be there though. There's got to be a reason for you not to die, like not to want to die. And that's the reason. Well, there's two. Two reasons not to die that I have figured out so far. One is you don't want to see that animation. Mm-hmm. The second is that your weapons and armor that you have equipped do degrade faster when you die. That is true. So I like to try to stay alive in my games. So I find the combat interesting because you can do a lot with it and it's easy to get around the board. Um, I, there is strategy to 
the the skills that you pick up. I mean, you had your spider bot. What what class are you? I know we played together once. I'm the berserker. Okay, you're the berserker. I'm the bio berserker? engineer. Defender, defender. Sorry, okay, defender. Okay, I'm a bio engineer. So the spider that I have, it goes out and it does like an EMP pulse, and then it disables all the enemies for a set amount of time, or has a chance to disable all the enemies for a set amount of time. So that is useful. You want to use that when you're surrounded. Um, there, my other skill that I have is refilling my health, and then I have my sentient weapon, which that thing is really helpful. What's your sentient weapon? Uh, do you have it yet? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's at the bottom of the tree. Oh, I think maybe I do. You I press think... in. You press in both sticks, and it goes out and fights. It's just a weapon that floats around and fights. Oh, I don't. I don't think I've ever pushed those. I have it. I don't think I've ever done it. <laughs> oh, it, it it makes your combo go up faster. Oh, well, like super fast, and it goes. It's it's almost a must against some of the bosses. Yeah, the bosses are. That's probably the weakest part of the game for me. Well, there's not much to do other than you know, hit it really. Right, which I don't. I can understand why they chose to do that instead of the traditional boss route of I got to use the environment or I'm going to use some quick button press that doesn't really affect anything else in the game. I always like using the environment. I think that always works personally. Okay. I, which I agree. But if you look at these type of games, which are Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance and Champions of Norath on the, on the console side, Mm -hmm. those are the closest things I can compare it to, I guess. Yeah. All those bosses, there's never any tricks to them. It's just, this boss has a lot of health and does a lot of damage, and you got to figure out a way with your your set of attacks that you've been using the whole game to take out this boss. Yeah. So I I get why the bosses are that way, but I I don't know. I really like the game. I I agree that it's not a nine out of ten or no, me. it's definitely not a nine out of ten, but I don't think it's a four point five out of ten either. No. I, I, I would give the game, if I had to rate it, I would probably give it a 7.5 or an 8. But Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, which is probably about right and sounds about fair for this game. I mean, the game is far from perfect, but it's also far from bad. Right. Right? I, yeah, I agree. And I think it's, it's a niche game that's been marketed tr- or tried to be marketed to a mass audience, and then it got the whole Dayak thing going. Yeah, poor guy. And well, I don't know if poor guy or not. I mean, poor guy for being an idiot. Okay, maybe poor guy for that. <laughs> but I like your game. I like his game. Yeah, I think it's your game is pretty good. It's just a shame that you know. Uh, yeah, it should never have been touted as a AAA title. I yeah, think I mean, that, you, that's you didn't get this good. kind of stuff when Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, or Champions of Norath came out. Yeah. It's it's not like these people were lining up in the streets to go get those games. It it was for a specific audience. That audience enjoyed it. And then they waited for a new game, which I'm waiting for another two human now. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows if we're going to get it or not. It's I think we'll get it. I, I hope think so. so, too. I think we'll get at least one more. I I think, yeah, at least one more. They Maybe they can wrap up the story in one more. Uh, I, it's got a lot of potential built there. And... I, I know people didn't like the cut scenes or whatever and said that the animation was bad. It didn't really bother me. No, I don't th- and I don't think the animation was bad or that the cut scenes were. I mean, I skipped most of the cut scenes because, you know, they would start and I'd get bored and I'd hit the button. Because, you know what, I don't think the story is really that important in this game. Okay. 
I don't that's, think that's a different take than I have on on gameplay or playing through a game. But if that's how you want to play it, that's fine. I mean, I'm playing this game because I like to, to to bash stuff and collect stuff. Okay, and and in co-op you don't even get the story. So. And in co-op you don't get the story exactly. In co-op you don't get the story anyway. So, I mean, yeah, it would be nice if there was even. I would. I also would have been happier if there was a little more variety in the way the armor looked. Uh, you get slightly more variety as you go on. Yeah, but I and and I know because I've gotten some some stuff that looks nice, but a lot of it, I'd say the vast majority of it is you know that same black with streaks of color in it. Have you got the Chronicle of, of Riddick Oakley's yet? Yes, I have. Okay, I like those. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's some <laughs> cool stuff. I had. Did you have the thing where it has the giant purple wings that stick out of the back? No, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, those are that's pretty funky. I got that. That was like it wasn't a very powerful thing, but it looked cool, so I wore it for a while. Sure, why not? Exactly. But uh, most of it, like I said, it would be nice if there was like more variety if things were different colors, which I know sounds queer, but I... Well, you know you can change the colors, right? <laughs> yes, you can buy new colors, but you know, it's still it's all black with a highlight that you can change. Okay. If you could change the black color into being something else, that would be a different story. Like some white armor, some black armor, some silver armor, things of different, just different main colors would have been nice. Yeah, I can, I can understand that. I mean, uh, anything more to differentiate all the different pieces of loot that you're getting is good. Exactly. Like right now I actually have a pair of boots that are all blue and it's funny because my guy has all black and these bright blue boots. Right. Which is fun. Which is fun. Exactly. So, and I enjoy that. So there. And people say you get too much stuff. I find that when you get stuff, it's either worse than what you have. The majority of what I pick up is like worse than what I'm using, so I never switch to it anyway. Or it's something that you can't use for like three levels. Right. My my general rule of thumb on everything is I wait until my character levels up, then I go and look to see what I have. Yeah, that's I, not a bad way to play it either. Yeah, I mean, I I don't need to go in there and check every time I kill somebody to see what they gave me. Yeah. I I, I just don't find that... It, to be a problem really i mean i don't under i don't know any other way to deal with getting masses of massive amounts of stuff and trying to look through it like it's the same problem mass effect had it's the same kind of problem all these games have when you have like all these little things you can collect and attach runes to and everything i have i don't think i've attached runes to anything yet i i do it occasionally now because uh my inventory gets full so uh Instead of having that flash full inventory on the screen, I go ahead and attach them to uh, something. See, I haven't gotten full inventory yet, but I sell stuff to make my blueprints, which I think would have been a good i. A, I think it would have been a more effective system, the blueprint system, if they didn't have that store in between levels. I think that would have been a new, almost an innovation, if this game was trying to do something different, was to not have a store at all, but to only pick up blueprints. Like, in lieu of buying new stuff, you would have to pay for the blueprint to get things technically made. See, I'm a super cheap ass. I never buy anything from stores and games, usually. Me, me neither, but I did buy blueprints because they were in my inventory. You bought blueprints? Well, not Oh, bought, you mean you made the things from the blueprints? Made the, made the things from the blueprints that cost okay. money. See, I'm too cheap to even do that. I just use stuff that I find. <laughs> yeah, I should be... I, but then again, I just sell back all the crap that I know I'm never going to use. Yeah, see, I have it set to automatically do that. Yeah. 
But I, I am going to make blueprints eventually, but right now I'm just – I'm fine with the stuff I'm using. The rarest stuff I pick up is all in blueprint form. It's kind of – Well, yeah. Idea. I think that's how the game works. Yeah. So I've been making it because I know it – because it looks cooler than what I have. Sure. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Okay. Um, Meteos is coming out for the Xbox Live Arcade. Interesting. I love that game on the DS. It is my favorite DS game. And Do you think you'll just be able to uh, jiggle your joystick around a lot and have everything clear off the screen like you can on the DS version? Just like life. Um, <laughs> I don't. That's the question: is how is it going to control? Because it seems like it's this game was like perfect for either a mouse or a stylus. I can see it being very cumbersome with an analog stick. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how this is going to work. But they've already announced the pricing for it, which I thought was interesting. That's way off, yeah. Like, just, I mean, to announce the pricing at this point, that just... Yeah, and the game crazy. comes out in October for 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And who knows, hopefully they won't pull a Luminaise with this and, re, you know, and it's $10. But if you want to play the game, <laughs> it's... $20. Right. I could see that happening. Me too. Like, I, there's supposed to be multiplayer and all that nonsense, so we'll see. I would assume how that so, turns since out. it's called Meteos Wars. I mean. Yes. Yeah. This is exactly. That's why there's multiplayer. So I will be cautiously optimistic on this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, more word from the famous immersion lawsuit. More settlements. Immersion has to pay Microsoft. $20 million now. now. that confused me when I saw this on the outline. Like, I, I've been seeing the headlines, but I just haven't been interested enough to click on them. Okay, so Immersion sued, at one point, Microsoft. They sued and, everybody. Yeah. Yes. And Microsoft's way of settling that lawsuit, so to speak, in the, in the pure Microsoft fashion, was to buy a portion of the company. Right. Okay, Immersion also sued Sony... And Sony lost to that lawsuit as well. Yeah, Sony didn't want to want to pay up. They wanted to try to beat them in court. Exactly, and they lost. Right. So part of that settlement is that $20.75 million that Sony has to pay Immersion has to go to Microsoft because they own part of the company. Gotcha. Get it? Yeah. Okay, it's confusing. Yeah. And I think I got it right, and if I got it wrong, someone will correct me because that's what people do. Mm-hmm. And that's that. I'm going to be surprised if you got that right, actually. We'll find but out. It, if you did, good for you. Yeah. But that so, sounded really confusing, and knowing your past track record, I'll be pretty probably, impressed. It's probably wrong. But whatever. It sounds good, and we'll stick with that for now. Yeah. You're supposed to be the one who corrects people. Um, let's I, see like I said, I, I saw that headline on a few blog sites, and I just couldn't be bothered to click on it. Yeah. Just because I'm not interested in all the lawsuits and everything. It's just... Whatever. I just want to play the games. Yeah, where are my games? Yeah. Um, let's. Speaking of games, we we'll move on to Sony. I guess I should care about that lawsuit because I still have to go out and buy a uh, PS3 with with Rumble. Oh, well, I have my DualShock Three. Yeah, the DualShock Three. I still have to buy one of those. Yeah, it's not a bad piece. That of was the reason. That was the reason I didn't play Metal Gear Solid right away because I figured I should get one of those controllers first. What do you think? I don't think it'll make a difference. Really? Yeah. Okay, because. When I played Resistance, it kind of felt empty because I didn't have any feedback. Oh. No, I don't think... I mean, I don't... You know what it is, though? But I didn't play the game without the DualShock. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any frame of reference without it. 
maybe there's some listeners or something that that has played it both ways or would know if there's significant reasons to have rumble some bi controller oriented listeners right yeah we have this mm-hmm. yeah we take all kinds of cheapest game <laughs> <laughs> um some sony news uh did you download the warhawk patch yet uh i have not bought warhawk yet oh so no really you don't have warhawk I, I'm not I gonna, download. Yeah, I'm not going to play it. I mean, yeah, that's true. You probably won't. I downloaded the patch. I don't think I'm going to buy the new, the new content for it. Although jetpacks sound cool, I don't think I'm going to buy it right away. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I have never bought it, just because I felt so behind. Like they they're always updating all this stuff and everything, and I wasn't that interested in the game to begin with. So it just well, has gone way off my radar by now. The update did add trophy support and a single-player tutorial, which I wait, played through. Wait, wait, wait. Tutorial, like the game didn't come with a tutorial and this is teaching you how to play it now? Yes. Wow. There wow. was no type of single-player anything, and this is a tutorial to teach you how to play the game with a little bit of with some drones, and there is sort of a like a three-minute version where you can kind of just shoot stuff at random in, in one of the airplanes. And if you do the three tutorial levels, which I did, you do get a trophy for each one. So, And this update is free. And there are also now rooms that are designated rookie rooms for people that are new to the game as well. Okay, so they're trying to get me into it exactly is, that's is what why they're trying to I'm do bringing it up i just don't know i i don't i don't know that i have time to put into a online only game well my problem with the game as i've stated way too many times and i'm sure people bring it up is even is you know it, it's a very large game and you tend to play with very large teams and usually on your team of like 10 people or however large it may be there's usually two people that have a headset okay and you'll find yourself either talking to that one guy and pe- everyone just kind of runs for it. For what I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the game is. See, that, like, that's as another soon as thing. it starts, everyone just kind of... three, Two people will get into two different planes and they'll just take off and go somewhere. I, I don't know what their strategy is or what they're thinking. Or, I mean, do they know that they could take a passenger and if they took that passenger and flew them to where the flag is, they could land it down and if someone had a Jeep with a and a guy on the turret but still the empty seat, then that flag guy can meet them in the Jeep, and then they could drive back and get the points. But no, because the Jeep guy drives off without anyone in the back. You have some guy with a rifle that's kind of jumping for no reason, and you have guys <laughs> that guy. flying I love in a that circle. Yeah. I wish I could be that guy online, the guy that's just jumping. Jumping for no he's reason. My, he's my favorite guy online. And then you try to talk to the guy that's standing in front of you who doesn't have a headset, and you're like, hey, why don't we grab a Jeep? And he just stares at you for two seconds and then <laughs> shoots you. This sounds wonderful. And that's, that's my Warhawk experience. That, maybe I do need to buy this game. I could be the guy without a headset that shoots you, or the jumping guy. Jumping, it's, it's one or the other. I always find myself spawning next to jumping guy. Or they got once I was it happened to me three times in a row. I spawned next to the same person on my team, who three times in a row flamethrowered me to death. Now, is there a guy that clearly isn't holding a controller and just standing in a controller or standing in a corner? Is that guy in this? Probably game? the guy who's on the phone. Yeah, the guy that that just stands there. I think every game has on the phone guy. <laughs> That's there's he's, so many. He's good... always someone's friend 
too. He's like, oh, my buddy wants to come in here. He's on the phone, so I'm going to hold a spot for him. I think these should be classes. Like, <laughs> character classes in the game. Jumping dude. Kills <laughs> kills teammate dude. On the phone dude. Yeah, just driving off in a random direction yes. without Runs a weapon. Runs for the dude. best weapon dude. You gotta get, take that guy too. Yeah. Running for the best weapon. For no reason. Doesn't know how to use it. He just knows it's the best weapon. See, my strategy usually in these games is I just go with whatever weapon I'm I'm holding. Because I, I figure everybody else knows how to use the sniper rifle or the rocket launcher or whatever specialty items there are, like in Halo. There's always that guy, he runs and grabs a rocket launcher right away. He winds up sh- blowing up an empty Jeep and killing himself. That would be me if I picked up the rocket launcher. Yeah. Oh. Or a sniper rifle guy who gets killed on his way up to the tower. Hmm. Man, you're making me want to play this now. I think that's almost, that's kind of a description. That's like worst case scenario for every online game, though. Well, no, that 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 scenario sounds like fun to me. <laughs> but that is usually the organized chaos that is Warhawk. At least any game I've ever seen. And then you know, some then the timer runs out, and there's one guy who killed like 80 people, and that team wins. Of course, there's going to be the cags that say, "Oh, you just got to play with us." And then uh, they they always chime in on on the the PlayStation Network games whenever you bring up this argument. I know. And I did play with them once, and it felt the same. (laughs) And my schedule, even though I have so much free time, I have a hard time setting aside a specific time to play online with people. I think you should pick up Warhawk. I mean, it's cheap now. It's greatest hits. Well, I realize that. I think I can pick it up uh, for like around $20. Yeah, so pick it up for $20. I mean, I have none of the download content, so you don't need that yet. You could buy maybe, all three packs now for $15 or whatever the heck it is. I probably won't do that, but... Yeah, but there's a lot of updates in it and stuff so that are free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we it's already talked about the last guy. You had that we on did. the outline. Did you here. read anything about Savage Moon? Yes, I've read about it, and I looked at the screenshots that they put out there. It looks like uh, Pixel Junk Monsters mixed with Starship Troopers. Yes, and I don't know if that's going to work for me. I like Starship Troopers, and I like Pixel Junk Monsters, so, you know, who knows? Well, I like the two, too, but uh, the screenshots, it just looked entirely too 3D to me. I see. Like, Pixel Junk Monsters is all, like, on one screen. It's very simple to tell what's going on and everything, and it's kind of like a laid-back experience. This looks stressful to me. I can understand. I could see where you're coming from. Uh, I, I mean, I, I still want to try it just because I do like the idea of the tower defense and I don't know spacemen fighting bugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that sounds good. Mm-hmm. But the screenshots just looked confusing to me and frustrating. Like that's immediately what I thought is like. This looks like a strategy game that I've tried to play on a PC or something, and all I see is a bunch of my guys dying. Get Warhawk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, did you hear this? Did you hear about this one? Uh, Sony home producer Marjimin Vandermullen? Yes, I know him. (laughs) Yes, he had said said it is a 100% guarantee. That home will be released this year. I still don't believe him. 
I still don't care. <laughs> well, I don't either. I'm I'm not a home type of person. Now they still don't have cross game invites on the uh, PlayStation Network. Correct. But you will be able to buy a T-shirt for Coca-Cola by the year end of the year <laughs> <laughs> for a virtual character. So I don't know. I guess you get what you get. Yeah, fine. The only reason I wanted to come out is so that it's out and I don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Did you hear about? Uh, copywriting your items in little big planet i have not okay so okay i I'll, i can read the paragraph or i can interpret it what to what i think they're trying to say let's interpret it okay basically let's say you make you like you could like take pictures and add skins to the items that you put on your levels so you okay. could put an object on your level that you create and if you put this cr- user created object in your level you can designate whether or not someone else can use the object you made on their levels in their own game and share well, them. Well, that's pretty standard. Uh, they do similar things. Oh, uh, does Forge do that? I, I, I no, uh, Forza. So. Forza, the livery in Forza. Oh. You can either lock things on a car or make it unlockable to where other people can use your skins, uh, that type of thing. So, yes, it's like that. Yeah. Well, way to ruin that story. Well, no, I'm not ruining it. I'm just saying that there's precedence for this. Okay. Well, there you go. That's all I got about Little Big Planet today. Uh, are you going to say that you hate it or anything? Oh, well, that's, that's the worst game ever made. Okay, thanks. That... Uh-huh. I guarantee I guarantee that the game gets uh, <laughs> a D from 1up.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that game's going to get an A, at least an A. Game's gonna get an A and a blowjob. That's what that yeah, game's gonna I, get. I would say <laughs> somewhere between an A and a blowjob and 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 an A. It's gonna be a picture of of Nick Sutner with mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm still gonna get an email. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. Enough making fun of him. Um, although his show is getting to be better than ours, but I'm not gonna say that on the air. Uh. Ready for some news? I'm ready for some news. Whoa! There's music. Stirring up controversy. Tags on news. Tags on news. Check for in the industry. Tags on news. So, uh, did you read this? About Activision and EA? Oh yeah, this is the they're they're making up seventy five percent of the console game releases for uh, this summer. They did, yes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they own I mean, everything. Yeah, they're huge. I mean, yeah, it, and they they bought a whole bunch of stuff that they used to not own, mm-hmm. and then well, that Activation, came out this summer. Act of Blizzard. Yeah, Act of Blizzard and EA and has Sierra and Mercenaries and. Uh, whatever else they bought, they bought a lot of stuff. And for uh, the, for Q4, they're making up forty percent of uh, of the console releases. Uh, that makes sense again, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost half. That's pretty big. Now that could also get much bigger next year when EA owns Take Two. It'll get a little bit bigger. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like Take Two really pumps out games left and right. No, but they do pump out sports games. But will they when EA owns them? 
No, it, it, they won't, but it'll be the, that fewer games. We're talking percentages, though. Oh, I see. I see. You're, you're taking away their percentages. Yep. So that okay. means their percentage goes up. Yeah, slightly. Yeah, it does. Damn it. No, you're right. I, I like <laughs> your, your numbers there. <laughs> Where do you use those? Yeah, well, you know, I do it sometimes. Uh, I can think abstract. I can think abstract numbers. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know what to really. Uh, that that's great. I don't know. Forty percent of the console games during the second half of this year. That's a lot. That's, that still leaves sixty percent for the other companies. It does. I mean, and it's. I mean, do you think that other companies really have anything to worry about? I mean, should the Ubisofts and the Capcoms and the Konamis be saying, "Ooh, we need to"? Did they break? Up? Did they break down how much, like the bigger companies like that, what percentage they were putting out? No, I haven't seen that, and I'm sure it's much smaller because I don't. I mean, yeah, they're bigger companies, but how many games did Konami put out in Q3? Really, Konami's. I don't consider Konami one of the big big companies, or even Ubi. Ubi hasn't released that many. I feel like they haven't released that many games this year at all. I mean, how many Tom Clancy games have we seen? How many? How many? Pets or not pets? Uh, yeah, imagine. Imagine and is it pet? Yeah, pets is them. Yeah, the, the Z games. Is that yeah. really all they are now? I mean, it's not the Tom. Well, Clancy no, I'm just saying that the, the, the the I mean, I like Assassin's Creed, but you know, there's no Splinter Cell on the horizon. Even it looks like. No, but I mean, we're just talking numbers wise, and yeah. you put out a new Imagine or a new Pets game every week, your your number is going to get up there. That is true. But you know, it's a it's a shame what happened to Ubisoft. They used to be cool. Well, I think they still are. It just takes time for them. They put out pretty polished games. That I mean, true. They this didn't... year, this year you had Vegas too, and Assassin's Ubisoft. Creed. Well, Assassin's Creed was last year. Was it last year? I thought it was the beginning of this year. No, and Assassin's they... Creed. Was... Oh no, I just bought it at the beginning of this yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> Assassin's Creed was was last year. Um, I'm I, off the top of my head, I can't think, but of what else they've had this year. But I know I played a lot of Vegas too, and I'd have to look at a release list to see what else. But they they've had their games out, and there is first party also. I mean, you know, the Microsofts and the Sonys and and Nintendo releasing their own games, which mm-hmm. is probably a large portion of the sixty percent for the second for the uh, for Q four. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see the full breakdown of percentages, just to see how. How much that forty percent really impacts everything else? Like, if you're saying Activision takes twenty percent, EA takes twenty percent, but then somebody like Nintendo comes in at like ten percent, maybe, and then uh, somebody like Ubisoft comes in at I don't know, like seven or eight percent, and then it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal that that one company's at twenty percent. No, it's 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 a good point. But only time. Well, I think it'll be something really to look more closely to next year with because now that there there have been more acquisitions, I guess the real fear is the more one company owns the industry is does game quality suffer because of it? Not with EA, it hasn't. Their games have been getting better, which is true. I think EA's games have gotten decidedly better in the last two three years. Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't know if I'd say the same for. Activision. No, Activision is becoming more and more evil every day. Yeah. Well, hopefully they get it turned around because they they've got some good licenses and everything. They have great licenses, and I mean, I have high hopes for Marvel Ultimate Alliance two, which comes out in 09. 
Spider-Man game, I'm still on the fence about. I, I mean, I haven't played a good Spider-Man game since the PlayStation 1, so I don't know. You really didn't like uh, Spider-Man? Either one of the ones that were on the Xbox and PS2? Spider-Man? Uh, the first movie game was okay. The second movie game, I didn't like at all. I felt it was buggy and repetitive, and and the city looked awful. A little pixelated, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't like Spider-Man 2 at all. I liked in Spider-Man 1... I've, it felt very new to me to be able to play as the Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man game. I thought that was really cool. Play as the Green Goblin. Yeah, in the first Spider-Man movie game, mm-hmm. you could enter a code like a, oh, you know, okay. like a yeah, yeah. up up down down type code. Right. And you and you would play the Green Goblin as a playable character and he had all different moves and it was really cool. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't part of it was kind of like a added yeah, we yeah. did this. Yeah. Okay. It was an added thing, but it was still that's a but that's what made the game kind of cool to me. Uh, the Spider-Man parts felt kind of Spider-Man-y. If that if that makes any sense to anyone that isn't me. Uh, but uh, Spider-Man, the Not Bruce Campbell narrated Spider-Man game on the PlayStation One was super awesome. Yeah, and if you've never played it, and you've listening to the show, and you've never played it, you could probably find it used for like a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, I, I played it on the Dreamcast. That's a game I would like to see just kind of remastered and re-released for the uh, live arcade. Because that was an Activision game, and they still have the license. Right. I don't see why they couldn't do that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Did you play the uh, the second... Did you play through the game a second time? With the what-if mode on? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. Games don't do that anymore. They screwed up on the second one, though. On the se- Yeah, they did screw up on the second game. But Ooh. the other game, that was awesome. When you played through the game a second time... They changed things around just a little bit, so it felt like you were playing something different. And they added jokes to the game, and just things seemed a little out of place, and it was really awesome. So, And it was narrated by Bruce Campbell. Yeah, and you could unlock new costumes for him. Yeah, there's all sorts of costumes. I mean, and this was on the PlayStation 1. And they haven't been able to do anything better since. And I think Spider-Man games also work well when there's a level structure. Uh, well, maybe in the 15 Spider-Man games they have in development or whatever, yeah, exactly. they'll be able to, uh, have one with level structure for you. I don't know. I miss, I think open world is good, but so is structure. Well, everybody wanted to cash in on the GTA. I know. And it works well for GTA and it worked well. I think it even worked well for Crackdown and Saints Row. And when games do it well, they do it well. But I don't know. I think there's something to be said for a nice, well-thought-out level structure. That was one of my other issues with Two Human, was I think that there should have been more shorter levels than four longer levels. Level 2 is the longest in the game. That one went on for a while. Um, Okay, I mean... I think, like, six levels over 15 hours sounds better than four levels over 15 hours. I just think on paper it sounds better. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I don't. It doesn't matter, bother me either way. I mean, it's still 15 hours. That is true. But I, but I guess if you want different environments, which I do, mm-hmm. yeah. that's fine. Yep. And I'm sure people are going to comment on all my inaccuracies with North mythology too. I was a student <laughs> of North mythology at Northwestern University, and you were decidedly wrong. Well, you got to understand that all our Norse mythology comes it's from from Marvel comics, Thor. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie Profile, um, and Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I I think uh, everyone knows that Heimdall's beard is supposed to be gray, not orange. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to bring this up. I, I didn't put, forgot to put it on the outline. Okay. But, but I know that you love the Jesus, so I thought I'd bring this up. Did you read about uh, uh, the Christian rock version of Guitar Hero? No. It's, who's not on a- it? it's not actually Guitar Hero. I tried to find the list again, and I, I couldn't find it, which is my own fault. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up. Now. I know it does have a DC Talk song on it. Uh, okay. I, I'm I'm down with the DC talk. Yeah, because I know you I know you like that kind of music. It's a so, PC like knockoff game. Christian Guitar Hero to hit shelves in the U.S. There you go. Let, let me see what we got here. Uh, bu, 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 bu. I don't know. It doesn't list the bands. It doesn't. Oh wait. No, somebody just made a a thing about time to practice Jennifer Knapp power chords, but uh. I don't see I don't see any rosters yet. Here's the game politics article. Let's see if that one has it. Uh it's Guitar Praise Solid Rock is the name of the game. Let's see what else we can find. Ooh, I found a, a web page for it. It's a hundred dollars. That might be a little bit much. For guitar praise. Grab the guitar and play along with top Christian bands. It's available in September. I, I okay. Wow, there's, there's a whole bunch of games. I, I didn't know this. Wait, there's um, there's Guitar Praise, which we mentioned. There's also Dance Praise Party. Right. I knew that there were some uh, dancing games. And God Rocks. What's that one? I don't know. I haven't I haven't switched that. It's weird. It doesn't have the song list. And VeggieTales is also on here as well. Oh, it's course. available for Mac. You know, that, oh, you know well, what I'm going to be getting? You can you can still pick this up. Well, I got to see what the artists are. Like, I would rather like I don't see a reason why if Rock Band wouldn't pick up some of these artists. I mean, they're not particularly mainstream, but some of the mainstream stuff they or some of the stuff they put on Rock Band and Guitar Hero isn't particularly mainstream either. Yeah, I I, I mean, there's there's some good Christian music out there. I'll take your word for it. I'll send you some. It'll convert you. <laughs> it has Flyleaf, Petra, White Cross, Newsboys, Skillet, and others. Okay. Um, most of those are not music that I like. Uh, Skillet is good. Okay. Um, and Newsboys could be all right. There's there's a lot of variation uh, in the level of goodness in Newsboys. <laughs> It's one of the drummer from uh, Skillet was actually uh, part of one of the Bible studies I was in in college. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. I learned something new about uh, Christian rock. About Christian rock, because Christians rock. Jews, eh, not so much. Yeah, there's no Jew guitar hero. There's no, out. no. Well, there is. It's on. It's already on. Uh, Jew guitar hero. hero. <laughs> yeah, there's there's already a Kiss song. Kiss. That's it. That's all we got. Right. The only the only Jewish guitarist I could think of. Is there yeah. any spirit? Isn't Spirit in the Sky on one of the? Uh... <laughs> there you go. That's another one. <laughs> Norman Greenbaum. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, not that many. I'm like, well, I'll have to look into that. Thank you for uh, bringing that to my attention. I'll no problem. To, you know what I'm going to try to do? Well, gosh. You think they'll give me a copy with uh, the podcast being called CAG Foreplay and Cheap Ass Gamer? No, I think you would have to say it's like for your your Bible study group. I bet the Hardcore Christian Gamer podcast gets a copy of this. I am sure they will. They're probably first in the list. Wow. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. You know who's last on the list? The two Jews with the ass in the title of their show. <laughs> and who's last on the list. But I'll, I'll definitely, uh, I'm interested in checking it out, but judging by the bands that you listed. Uh, Not so much. Yeah, I mean. But you can feel good about yourself while you play it. Well, if I don't like the music, though. Yeah, but you could sleep in on Sunday and just play the game. But if I don't like the music, like, I but can agree with the message, in but not the music. on Sunday, and then you can play the game. I think that's a worthy trade-off for crappy music. Yeah. Like, I'm like Satan now. Now I'm... <laughs> <laughs> just give up your religion and pretend at home. <laughs> well, well, we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. It sounds good. Well, if, I hope I can use my Guitar Hero guitar. Is there going to be a, like a some kind of site that tells me whether or not what guitars are compatible with? Uh... Uh, well, it's a PC game, so as long so as my you... USB guitar should work, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know how these things work. It better not cost a hundred dollars if I can just buy the the software. It is just a hundred dollars for just software. I think. I don't what? Know. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. All right. I'm a Jew. I don't know these things. I'm waiting for Dreidel Hero. All right, well, well, let's get on to this CAG bag while I... CAG bag? While I still research. Oh, I found the complete list. Oh, um, my gosh, this is getting bought, I think. Really? Why? What's on it that you love so much? Uh, Caveman's Call. I'm a big, big fan of theirs. Yeah, they rock. Uh, Jesus Freak by DC Talk, which is the right song to be in here. Um, do you know Caveman's Call? Come on. I No, of course not. Okay, I'll send you some Caveman's Call after the show. Could you please? Yeah. I already know what our intro and outro music is going to be now. <laughs> uh, let's see if there's anything on here you would have any chance of knowing. Uh, there's three Skillet songs. Um, there's a Toby Mac song, which he was one of the DC Talk guys. Is Creed on there? Are they, are they, they're, they're not. They're striper? Not. Is Striper on there? Uh, no Striper, but that was a good uh, good call there. No um, problem. Yeah, it, it's got Reliant K. They're big with the kids. And a Yusuf Islam on, on there? No, Yus- no. Yusuf no, Islam? No, not on there. <laughs> none of the, uh, none of all of the American idols that have turned into Christian music uh, no. performers are on here either. It doesn't look like. Elvis made a good gospel album. Did you ever listen uh, to the Elvis Presley gospel it's, album? It's very good. It is very good. I, I highly recommend Elvis. I highly recommend Elvis doing anything. I'm a pretty big. The people may not know that about me, but I love the Elvis Presley. I, uh, I like Elvis too. I mean, I yeah. went to school in Memphis. That's right. You did go to school in Memphis. I've been to Graceland. And Graceland's records. great. Yeah, Graceland is a good time. That's a great trip. If you're looking for a good trip, go to Memphis. You would know better than I would, but I've been there. I played there once. That was a good time. That's why yeah, I was you in told Memphis. me that. Yeah, I played New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. I played guitar on stage in Memphis, Tennessee. I played blues guitar. It was a good time. I, I missed out on you. Yeah, you did. Well, I would have been, been there. You don't know. No, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. 
We'll, we'll move on with the show. I'm still oh, yeah, we're doing these. the keg bag now? Or are you just, yeah, keg, keg bag. I'm, keg I'm still bag. looking at the songs, but you go ahead. Okay, you keep reading. I'll ask the questions. These are all Wombat-themed questions that I pulled from the keg bag while TP is on vacation. Uh, the first one comes from Frisky Tanuki, who asks, Wombat, since you said a while, a while time ago that you really enjoyed Oblivion a bit more on the PS3, at least from what I recall for, of your comments on that version... Have you taken into consideration for what system you will play Fallout 3 on? Also, have you started to take Cheapy's recommendations for what games you should play after he told you that MGS4 was not going to be a game you'd enjoy? Have you started to... Okay. Uh, you two have made claims before that your tastes are similar enough, so I was wondering if there was a little voice in your head now that now makes you question recommendations from your narcoleptic co-host. Um, my only concern about getting the game on the PS3, Fallout 3 on the PS3, is I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong if you're not still reading, most of the DLC is going to be Xbox only. Is that true? I have heard that rumor. I'm not positive on that, but... Yeah, and that's my only concern. Now, since this game doesn't have any online playing component to it, um, I probably would pick it up for the PS3 if it wasn't for that reason. If truth be known. Fair enough. Fair enough. And as far as taking, I've never taken a recommendation from Cheapy seriously. You guys don't like all that many of the same games. We don't. Well, that's not true either. It's when we both like something, we, it's, we both like it. It means that the game's really good. Right. But it's the, it's the second tier. It's second tier where we tend to veer. Right. And that rhymed. Way to go. So, yeah, look at me. OB Ben asks, Wombat. What are your initial thoughts on the new Batman game? Looks great. Developer is sketchy. It's an IDOS game. Which Batman? Oh, that's the IDOS one. Yeah, the IDOS. It sounds like the game I suggested that they should make two years ago on the CADcast, which reminds me, I I haven't been contacted about my royalties. The the Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell Batman, yeah. Which would be awesome. Um, I mean, I hope it's great. It looks like it's going to be cool from screenshots. But what can you tell from screenshots? Can you really tell anything from a screenshot? Uh, I can tell that I'm nervous about that, uh, whatever, Savage Moon game. I mean, yeah, but I've, games are all about motion. Yeah, yeah, I'm, you can't tell much from a screenshot. You can't but... tell mu- I think it's all about, really, like, you need to see some sort of in-game footage in motion to really know anything. So, but... I'm always, like I said, cautiously optimistic when it comes to a Batman game. Brandon Mills asks, Wombat, please start up World of please start up a World of Warcraft account. I'd love to hear your opinions on the number one PC MMO on the market. Perhaps it could even be your gateway drug into PC gaming. He really didn't ask a question there. That was more of a statement. But anyway, um, I am not allowed to play World of Warcraft. That is the Mrs. Orders. She doesn't lay that many rules down as far as my gaming goes. But she's convinced that if I started, I wouldn't do anything else. And now that we have a child, um, she's probably right. So I will take, I will heed her advice and warning, and just not, and not even start. Well, you've started before. I have played it before, and I did like right. it. The other problem with World of Warcraft, I don't really like people that much. Yeah, I wish you could play the game just by yourself. That's my other, my other qualm. It's like I know that eventually you have to start playing with other people. I don't want to play with other people. Well, we just about got to that point in the trial that we played, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's right, I agree. We played that together. Yeah, that that would be that's really my issue with World. It was the same. It's my same issue with all the MMOs because I played uh, 
Final Fantasy XI on a 360 for a while until I got to the point where I needed to like group up with people. And then I just lost interest. I can understand that. Back to questions for you. Uh, yes. Baron O'Hell asks, Hey, Wombat, I'm glad you didn't name your kid after a one-eyed Battlestar Galactica character like Cheapy did. When will you make a YouTube video of the kid? Or will you let Cheapy's kid get all the YouTube glory? I haven't put any videos of Sabrina on YouTube, but there are a couple on my Facebook page. Which is a reminder that everyone should join the Cheap Ass Gamer Facebook group. Next question. Live Crazy Joe asks... Wombat, Wombat. Okay, this is also a statement. Wombat, Wombat, Wombat. Are you negative about everything, or is it just me? You need to have an open mind, be less closed-minded. It seems the only game you're looking forward to is Ratchet and Clank. FYI, the reason people want to hear Shipwreck is because he is open-minded and tries just about everything before discounting it. Love the show. <laughs> I, love the, I love that in the end. I love the show, though. I don't think I'm negative. You're the first person who always says I'm not negative. I am? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you're negative. Yeah, whatever. Now, see, you're you're pulling a cheapy. No, no. I I think I I think you're actually pretty positive a lot of stuff. Like you you've got a pretty positive outlook on life. But when it comes to games, you're very pessimistic. How's that? I think that's uh, Okay, fine. I'll take it. I that, like to, I think I'm cautiously optimistic. Mm, sure. I think you're cautiously pessimistic. <laughs> I think the worst of a game, so when it's good, I'm pleasantly surprised. Yes. Yeah, so that's how I, That's how my heart is not broken. Yeah, I, I think you're, in real life, you, you're a lot more uh, positive about stuff than you are about games. It's kind Maybe. of, it's kind of odd. Hmm. We're kind of the, we're almost kind of negative, like we're, opposites in that way i've almost got kind of a more well, in real life you're cynical a moral alcoholic that right. sleeps with young children exactly but on, but the, on the on show the, you love i love Jesus. everything <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i like to try stuff i like to try crappy stuff <laughs> you like to try stuff huh yeah <laughs> nice in hotel rooms yeah experimentation is good <laughs> mm-hmm. yes Okay, anyway, <laughs> Wolfkin asks, since the Venom movie looks like it's underway, which I didn't know about, I've got a question for you guys. One of my biggest gripes with Spider-Man 3 was the cross-casting of Venom and Sandman. He thinks it should have been swapped. Would you like Topher Grace to return to the role? And if not, who would you like to see take his place? I, I, I'd, uh... yeah. Go ahead, you can answer first. I'd just rather not make a Venom movie. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea either. I don't think I, I'm not a big fan of the Venom character to begin with, and I think the best thing actually I didn't think the casting of Topher Grace was bad at all because he was supposed to be a foil to film wise. He was supposed to be a foil to Tobey Maguire, and the two of them are very similar. Yeah, I, 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 I was fine with physically. that. Physically, yeah, I, that yeah. made sense. I can understand that. I know it's different than the comic book, but that made sense to me. So, yeah, I would say no one should take his place. They should just not make that movie. And last question from Noel Ruto asks, Wombat, Secret Invasion or Final Crisis? And I'm going to say neither. I'm going to say Batman R.I.P. I've been enjoying a lot. Um, New X-Men hasn't been bad either. Secret Invasion, 
see so far has it's been interesting but it's still been a letdown because nothing's happened in four months final crisis is just starting to pick up steam on issue number four also i really liked uh i do like the return of barry allen and i thought it was really cool when alan scott called in the superhero draft i thought that was kind of funny um but other than that both so far i mean we'll see what happens with them but they've been kind of a disappointment um i think that's going to do it for this show a little bit of housekeeping. Again, Facebook group, join up. Read my blog, gamesblog.ugo.com. Dig the CADcast at www.dig slash podcast slash CADcast or www.dig slash podcast slash CAG foreplay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, I don't read that stuff. Mrs. Okay. Ship reads all that stuff. And also myspace.com slash CADcast, YouTube dot com slash gpd review us on itunes and listen to cag foreplay starring mrs shipwreck and some other guy yes which uh this is not we'll, we'll have to title this something besides cag foreplay that way people don't get confused exactly it's it's the forecast and and if you are working on guitar praise i'd be <laughs> interested in getting a review copy there you go and i think that's going to do it for us for, the, for for me at least for this week they're going to probably do one more show yeah i'll do another show this weekend and uh I'll send out some cadence call. Awesome. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.